what is going on everybody what is up um it's been so long since i recorded a podcast i recorded one a few weeks ago when i was going to get my hair uh retwisted but i was driving uh it was raining outside so it wasn't the best quality so i really wanted to come to you guys uh with a message today that i feel like will really bless you uh, i really feel like will impart wisdom unto you i really feel like will give you discernment and I feel like it's such a a timely message uh, with just a lot of things that we see in the body of Christ, um, particularly just even engagement and, and dialogue that we see between believers. And so um, I've been in a season of my life that has been just so wonderful, um, just getting back to a place of study consistently, getting back to a place of um, devotion consistently, getting back to a place of really just meditating on the scripture. And I found that in me getting back to my foundations, that there has been such a a rekindling of a of a passion. Um, as I guess you would say, I, I never left the faith, not leaving God. He's not leaving me. So that's great news. But I, I've found, and it's really just been impressed more upon me, as I just mature and grow in the Lord to really give um, people wisdom and to really give people counsel. Uh, but sometimes we have to keep into consideration that there are some people that do not value counsel. Um, there are some people who do not value wisdom. And sometimes we are frustrated because we keep giving in and of ourselves and we give and, and we give and we give, but the people that we give they don't heed our instruction um they don't heed our warning and we see um as a result you know it, it's sad to see when you give people you know advice or counsel that they don't heed it and then it's like you know you're just left kind of devastated like man what happened but today i just want to give some wisdom i just want to give some guidance uh and so the title of today's message is discerning the dogs. So if you're taking notes, you can write discerning the dogs. And I'm not going to be before you long, but I will ask that if you turn to the scripture, and we're going to be coming from Matthew 7 and 6. Matthew 7 and 6. And Matthew 7 and 6 says, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under your under their feet and turn again and rend you. I'm going to read that one more time. Matthew 7, verse 6. Give, that, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Let me first start with this. So we have to be careful of um, a lot of modern presentations of Jesus that over romanticize that Jesus was so nice. He was passive. Um, he just, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing thinking about it because people really believe this stuff. He just, you know, let things go by the wayside. You know, he never corrected anybody, never dealt with anybody, because as I was reading this, this text, um, and it's in the red lettering in, in the Bible, which means it's the words of Jesus. And as I was reading this text, I started to study a little deeper. And he starts out by saying, 
give not that which is holy unto the dogs, right? And when I looked up the, the meaning in Greek, it is the Greek word, and I have it right here. It's the Greek word didomi, which means to give. But in the passage and in the way that Jesus used it, he was saying to never give. So never give what's holy unto dogs. And when you look at the word holy, it's something that is hallowed, something that's precious. It's something that costs you a lot, something um, um, that took you um, years to gain or, or, or years to understand or uh, years to acquire. It refers to the precious and holy things that God has done inside of you. Um, the, the precious things, the, the, time, the timeless things, the priceless things, never give these kinds of things that are holy to dogs. You know, I always wanted to know um, what this passage meant. And, and I was like, you know, I was always thinking, you know, why, why would Jesus use, use dogs? And, and why would Jesus use pigs? Now, I'm, I'm going to focus more on the dog part, but I'll give you the pig reference for free. So pigs in that culture and to some people who still hold um, this ideology, pigs were considered um, the unclean. Um, pigs were considered like the lowest of the low. Even if for, for you that are Bible scholars, remember the story where there were some unclean spirits and after they were cast out, they asked if they could go into pigs. And pigs represent, and I'm leading into my point, pigs represent, um, you know, if you guys think about pigs, pigs are, you know, they roll around in mud. They, um, you know, they literally are just excited about eating, but they, they aren't excited about much else. But anyway, that's just to give you a picture and kind of lead you into where I'm going. So what was Jesus talking about? When he said dogs, now Jesus in this passage was not talking about dogs um, as we think, as you know, our, our pets and, and our nice domesticated animals. You know, I think about our toy poodle that we have, Charlie, and he just turned a year old and how just he's just so sweet and, and, and kind and loving. Um, in this passage, Jesus is not talking about those kind of dogs. In this passage, Jesus is talking about dogs. Uh, and the word there is, um, if I'm going to pronounce this right, it's kunan. K-U-N-U-N. And so these refer to vicious, wild, unclean dogs that roam Jerusalem. And not only did these dogs roam Jerusalem, these dogs literally um, ate garbage. These dogs um, literally would roam around the city, um, according to scholars. Um, they would roam around the city and they would also eat at dead bodies. They would eat trash. They were um, diseased and they were mangy. I mean, think about like, you know, Cujo, but worse, right? These kind of, kind of, um, just, just get that picture in your mind of just mangy and, you know, foaming at the mouth. These kind of people. So what Jesus is saying here is that there are, um, there are people who do not understand the value of sacred things and what they do with, with reference to the dogs is that they'll, they'll take what you give them, they'll, they'll eat it and they'll, they'll digest it and, and they're mangy and they're like this. But these people, they will not value um, what they, you say. They will not put it into practice because the, the end of the verse says that they will trample them under, your, under their feet and turn again and rend you. So they'll take, um, you give somebody advice and you give somebody counsel and they go out and, and embarrass you. And you're thinking to yourself, man, 
I should have never gave that person this and I should have never told them this because this person over time has taken advantage of my kindness. They've taken advantage of my wisdom and they've taken advantage of my counsel. And they don't appreciate it. They're literally uh, um, undomesticated. They're untamed. They refuse to submit to guidance. They refuse uh, uh, to submit to counsel. And these kinds of people, I feel like we all have in our lives. But there is not, there's not, um, there's still hope for these people. But we have to be discerning in the moment. And this is, you know, one thing that's hard um, for a lot of people is, you know, I remember that when I was um, when I was dating and in, in the courtship um, phases, even before I met April, I was talking to um, a friend of mine, a buddy of mine, and he said something that at the time was so sobering and so um, just earth shattering and interesting for me. And he was uh, he was saying Nathan and I was in college, young man in college. He was saying that you cannot date based off of potential. And for me, I was like. What you mean you can't date based off of potential? Like, you know, because in our minds, we, we have these ideas that people will change, um, that people will evolve, and that people will grow. And hopefully they will. But we have to be discerning and wise enough to understand that there is a place in people's lives where they're not at that level to where they receive counsel and they're not at that level to where um, they value what you say. So you have to discern and you have to treat um, and deal with certain people according to their maturity level and where they are now. And I know, um, you know, this is one of the things that can be frustrating as a leader, because as a leader, you know um, that God has called you to something and you know that God has called um, you to to have people that you're working with because you can't do life alone. You need um, fellowship, you need camaraderie and you need community. But you also at the same time um, have to understand that there um, there can be people as we're training and as we're cultivating that can sometimes be frustrating to deal with. So Jesus in his in his love and in his grace and in his mercy because you know there's this there's this notion that because people are um strong with us or there's a strong rebuke that they don't care about us but think about how kind enough Jesus was to say hey I'm trying to make you aware of these kinds of people so and I believe that in this passage Jesus is trying to make us aware of these kinds of people so that we don't go through life in a cycle of being frustrated where we're giving and giving and giving uh, but nobody's heeding advice nobody's I'm sowing back in us. So I believe that in this passage that Jesus is trying to make us aware of these people in our own lives and trying to make us aware that, hey, these things that, you know, I've taught you in your private time and these things that I've taught you in your secret time and these things that it took you 28 years to learn, you can't give them to just anybody. But you know what? You can give them to somebody. You can give them to people that are teachable. You can give them to people that are understanding. You can give them to people that are contrite and hard in spirit. You can give them to people that have an appetite to learn. And listen, this has been a lesson for me as well, because with me, it's like I, I love sharing wisdom and I love sharing things that I learn. And I and I love um, I'm even just giving um, correction to when it's needed. But I but I have to come to a place where I understand and I have to come to a place that I re- that I realize that I can't correct 
everybody and I'm not called to correct everybody. And if I correct people in vain and if I correct people um, that I'm not assigned to, then I'll frustrate uh, myself and, and, I'll, and I'll end up in this pattern uh, of being angry and being upset. But it's all because I need to heed the voice of the Lord and I need to heed wisdom. And I need to say, is this person at a phase where they will not appreciate what I say? Is this person at a phase where if I give them this, what will they do with it? Will it be an embarrassment to me if I give them some money? Will they go out and spend it on foolishness? Or if I give them um, counsel, will they end up doing the same thing over and over again? And then I'll have to deal with deal with that. So I feel like God in his love and in his mercy in this passage was trying to make us aware of something. He was trying to guard our hearts because, you know, as the scripture says that we are to guard our hearts above all diligence because out of it flow the issues of life. So I believe in this passage, Jesus is trying to make us aware of what we give our valuable things to, what we give our time to. And I believe that now in the coming days and the coming hours where God is raising many of us up as um, influencers, because, you know, it's so funny. People say, you know, I'm just so tired of all these Christian influencers, but I have have something to submit to you. Um, I believe that we're all influencers in the kingdom of God. I believe that we're all called um, to influence our Metron. I believe that we're all called um, to influence those around you. And, you know, the Bible ha- says it like this. The Bible says that let your light shine amongst men so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. So this lets me know that I have a responsibility as a child of God to have the light that shines on the inside of me radiate um, in my job and radiate in my family and radiate in, in the world. So as God is raising us up as these influencers, we have to be mindful uh, and we have to use wisdom in in who we give counsel to and who is worthy of our counsel. And I know this, this offends people because we're like, you know, um, aren't we all worthy? Um, it's sounds good, but it's not necessarily true because we have to think about even times in our own life where we, you know, we may have fallen into this category of being a dog that Jesus was referring to. And, you know, it's like, would I have, you know, bestowed some of the wisdom that I have now to a 19-year-old Nathan or 18-year-old Nathan? Absolutely not, because I wouldn't listen and I'd be hard-headed. So I want you to come away from this passage um, really just thinking about who you're hanging around. What are you giving them? How um, are you being a light and example to those around you? And discerning, discerning, I just keep feel, hearing that word discerning. Who in my life can I give counsel to? Who in my life will not frustrate the grace of God? Who in my life um, is, is teachable? Man, there's something about being teachable, man. Like my mom would always stress um, to me and my brother going up about having a teachable spirit. And, you know, when you're young, you know, you're foolish, you're, you're dumb, you're ignorant, you don't know anybody, you think your parents are just talking, just to talk. But as I've, I've gotten older, I understand the importance of having a teachable spirit. I understand um, the importance of being humble. I understand the importance of, um, of submitting myself to people that are older than me that have the wisdom and have the word of the Lord that can change my life. So y'all, I hope that this touched you in some way. I hope that this blessed you in some way. And I hope 
that going forward that we're very, very mindful of, of what we give to others. And I hope we're also mindful that not only what we have is valuable, who we are as people is valuable. Um, our time, our attention, and our affection. Y'all, we don't, we don't have a lot of time to waste. We don't have the time to waste that we think we can't just keep, you know, giving away stuff for free that costs us so much. It costs us, you know, toil and pain to those that won't receive it. So y'all, I just want you um, to just meditate on this. And I pray that God would give you understanding in these things. Um, I think I'm kind of want to do a part two on this because I want to dive into this verse some more. So there will definitely be um, a part two on this. But as for now, this was part one of discerning the dogs. I look forward to speaking to you guys next time. May God bless you and have a great rest of your Tuesday. Goodbye.